Hello everyone, it is April 10th and you're listening to the Best Pal Cast. My name is BJ Guest and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and pal, Griffin Reynolds. Hello, how are you? I am so fantastic, Griffin Reynolds. Welcome to episode three. Woo, episode three. Episode three, so it's, we're already, you know, quitting our jobs and moving into the, the podcasting life, so. Yep. Uh, we're going to have some great sponsors this episode. Stay tuned. This episode's actually <laughs> sponsored by, you know, me. I sponsored it. <laughs> I sponsored this. I paid for my equipment. <laughs> I paid for everything. So, yeah, it's sponsored by us. It's sponsored. Uh, so, what's going on in your life, man? How are you? How are things? Uh, great. Um, mostly just work. Um, nice. I guess this is episode three. Neither one, is, neither one of us have talked about inherently what we've done for a living we, we um, podcast for a living that's yeah. our job now <laughs> well we've changed well my previous job was a uh, pharmacist and right <laughs> now my full-time podcaster three episodes in you know mm-hmm. doing big things um but yeah i'm a pharmacist and work is keeps me very busy um as far as what i've been like doing lately besides work uh catching up on game of thrones uh mm-hmm. not really catching up because i've what you know watched them all as they come out but Right. Just watching some good key episodes, getting ready for Sunday. Getting ready for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Man, this Sunday is going to be tough. It is Master Sunday, which I'm a fan of golf. That's the Masters is this weekend. Okay, I thought it was a different type of Master, but all right. Nope. Like a dominatrix. It is the golf golf tournament. Um, It's the final day of that. Um, Our D&D group plays on Mm -hmm. Sunday. And Game of Thrones is on Sunday. I'm very happy that I have that day off. There's a lot. You got it all? That's nice. That's yeah, cool. I'm pumped. Oh, that's so exciting. So what about you? What's been going on in your life? Um, Like you, work. Uh, for those who don't know, I was a teacher, now a full-time <laughs> podcaster again. <laughs> not true. Not true. Couldn't pay the bills. Um, We're in the process of buying a house, so me and my wife are super pumped about that. Got that's our awesome. Offer accepted. Yeah. Adulting. Adulting. Um. I'm still still reading Lord of the Rings. Uh, we did leave the town. We didn't Ooh. leave the Shire. <laughs> but you've left the town. We left the town. The, the part that I uh, I stopped at, I try to read a little bit every morning before I go to work while, you mm-hmm. know, uh, my wife's getting ready and the baby's still sleeping. Um, the part that's I ended great, at this That's a great morning, time to read, just enjoying it your coffee. It's, yeah, it's, it's silent, which it very rarely is. My home. <laughs> um, the um, It's... Um, Frodo and Sam and Mary and Pippin have all uh, left the town at night, and they're traveling through the Shire um, at night, headed to uh, uh, Frodo's new house. Um, in the book, he he sold uh, Bag End, the home, and he what? bought a new house. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And um, he he bought a new like has a new house in a different town or somewhere. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, still in the Shire, I assume. Mm-hmm. And so. They're like walking through the woods at night, and they, they are like camping underneath a tree, and a fox comes up and like sniffs them up, and <laughs> it's really strange because like, it does like the fox thoughts. He's like hobbits out in the woods, unheard of. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like the um, Tolkien's like, and the fox never saw them again. <laughs> it's like, like thanks, so thanks Mister Fox. It's like, it, he yeah. thought about writing Fantastic Mister Fox and then just changed his mind. What the what the cuss? What cuss. the cuss? Such a great, that's such a good film. Um, so Game of Thrones. Um, yes, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So that they have they figured out who is the king of 
this world. Um, well, that's the point of the show. Oh. Um, and I'm assuming we will find out in a couple weeks. Is this the last season? Is that last right? Last season. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, these episodes are basically movies. That's There's what I heard. Six like an episodes. hour and a half each. The last two happen? episodes are an hour and 20 minutes apiece Jeez, for this season. This first one's 56 minutes, and I can't remember the rest. I just remember right. those last two are an hour and 20 minutes apiece. Mm. And they're generally like 50 They're generally, minutes. yeah, I mean, they're not short episodes. Right. <laughs> they're, they're your standard, like, drama mm-hmm. length like episodes. HBO drama length. Did I ever tell you what happened with Game of Thrones in my household? Yes, but please, uh, for the pod. Let's for the pod. So Griffin was telling me about Game of Thrones, and I actually read the first book in college, you know, when it started getting kind of big, like season four just mm-hmm. hit or whatever. And so I got married. My wife's a wonderful woman, but she's very, she's very like strict about stuff that's not like, it's not good, I guess. Like essentially like nudity. It's not, whole, st- well, it's not, not wholesome. 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 That's the word I'm looking for, you know. And, you know, I love my wife. And, you know, at the end of the day, I know she's right, you know. Like, when I'm up in heaven and God's like, what's what's up with this, bro? I'm like, ah, she was right the whole time. I mean, but did you watch Game of Thrones, God? <laughs> so good. <laughs> and so Griffin was telling me, you, you're Griffin, was telling me, me about this. And um, you explained to me, like, further on in the show, the nudity becomes less and less to almost, like, not even there. Oh, I mean, but there still are. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. But there still are, but it's not nearly what it is at the beginning. Right, right, right. right. They really drew in those teenage boys in the beginning and just just got their claws into them. (laughs) But so I told Megan about it, and um, she said, "Okay, we'll give it a try." And like, I think I watched the whole first season without her before, (laughs) and then we started season two, and it got to the point where um. And this is spoilers for season two of Game of Thrones, and they're probably wrong. They're probably names are wrong. Yeah, they're probably wrong. wrong. <laughs> um, I think it's Theon Greyjoy. Uh-huh. He's the he's the kid from the uh, Iron Islands, uh-huh. if I'm right. Yep. And he came and he took over Winterfell. At some point, at some point, he ended up being captured. Right. And and this is a point. Uh, we already saw. I think we already saw the Red Wedding. I'm not sure. Um, that soon? I don't remember. I can't remember. Maybe I maybe I looked like watched it on my own. I can't remember. But we we were watching it and there's some nudity going on and Megan's like, BJ, I'm not I'm not, you know, down for this. This isn't cool, blah blah blah. I said, I understand, you know, but let's you know, let's keep going. Griffin said that it it, it, <laughs> to it, blame we, it yeah. No, no, I was like Griffin said it weans off like <laughs> later on. Let's you know, we just power through it, boo. She's like, All right. You got one more. We got one more episode, BJ. And if it's gross and nasty with naked people, we're done. And so the next episode comes on, and it's it's the scene with the two women, and Theon Greyjoy is like, they're like tr- seducing him and each other, and she oh, just looks no. at me, and I just I just turn it off, and that's the last time <laughs> that's the last time Game of Thrones is played in this house. Right. You're like, yeah. The next episode, we'll just the give next it a episode, shot. we'll just it's, give it a shot, and it's, it's like the the, the nudiest of the nudie. We just, we just gave up. So it's like, well, see you later. So Sunday, I won't be watching Game of Thrones because I, I don't care. You know, the Velociraptors <laughs> are going to come anyway and get everybody. It just turns out to be Jurassic Park. It was all, it was always Welcome Jurassic Park. To Jurassic Park. Uh, 
can't such do a that anymore. Movie. We will get copyrighted. <laughs> Man, you better stop. <laughs> better stop. Better stop. So news for uh, the seven people listening. We yeah. have a we have a tweeter, a Twitter. We do. What have is a our Twitter? Can we tweet. Is, is it at the best podcast? Let me double check. Yes. Uh, yes. We're. It, keep going. If yeah. it's not, I'll at, tell you. It is at the best podcast. Yep. So we got uh, two followers. So maybe maybe we'll make it up to three. Um, yeah. Just, and uh, also some, some other good news that you told us, Griffin. Um, we're on this Spotify as well. Ooh, yes, you could be listening to this on Spotify. You could be if you didn't already know. Turn turn it off SoundCloud. Go to Spotify. Yeah, there you go. And just pick it up so right people, there. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a fan of the pod, the iTunes podcast app. Um, mm-hmm. that's just where I got everything done. I've not yeah. heard a yes or no from them after my second really? <laughs> attempt to get it on there. So we'll see. Maybe we just need to like sacrifice like a blood blood offering for blood them offering. to let us on. Right. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm sure it is very difficult to get a podcast on Spotify. I mean, on iTunes. But hey, Spotify was like, hey, yeah, there you go, you're on. Sweet. <laughs> Are you speaking? Then come on over. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly the opposite of what I've heard. I heard it was like harder to get on Spotify than iTunes. But hey, we did huh. it. So that's interesting. I didn't. Yeah, so Twitter, uh, if you have ideas for the show, if you have things you want us to know, uh, yeah. hit us up on Twitter. That'd be a great Tweet place to communicate with everybody listening and to yeah. grow the podcast and, grow, and share it with friends yeah. and things like that. So what we yeah. post when we do new episodes. I'm sure we'll figure out more things to post as we move mm-hmm. forward and kind of develop into what we want this to become. Yeah, definitely. You know, whatever feedback all seven of you are giving, just give it to us. Because like we said, we gave up our jobs. Griffin was a pharmacist. He went to pharmacy <laughs> school, and he just Eight threw years it all college. away. Just Eight threw years, it away. threw it away. <laughs> I made enough money to buy podcasting equipment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> so why are you going to pharmacy school to be a podcaster? Be a podcaster, man. That's what I went to school for. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so rolling in from that sad note to the news, um, looks like you have something kind of depressing. I do have something depressing. Um, and I just found out this today, um, that Hellboy reviews are not good. Really? The new Hellboy movie that's coming out that looked great mm-hmm. and they had the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, it is down to like, I think it's like 15 or below on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's not good. Ooh. And that makes me real sad. Is that purely just like like professional critics or is that like fans as well or um, a mixture i think it's a mixture for that score mm-hmm. we're gonna pull it up pull it up um so my thoughts and i haven't i've only seen like trailers and stuff obviously i haven't seen mm-hmm. hellboy i just saw captain marvel which was good um, oh wow it's gone down since i put that note in there oh is um, it really <laughs> uh, what is it at now is, of, let me let me guess let me guess let me guess all right. Um, Out of when 43 did you, reviews. When did you put the note in? Because you have a 15 on our notes. About two hours ago. Two hours ago. I'm going to say 11. Come on. Nine. Come on. Ooh. That's not good. That's the um, that's the critics. that the uh, There's obviously not an audience score yet because oh, okay. it's not out yet. So. Oh, it's not out yet? I did not mm-hmm. know that. Oh, nine. But my thinking... My thoughts on Hellboy is the the main actor, the guy from Stranger Things, 
I saw an article this morning about David like, Haber. David Har- Haber. Harbor. 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 H a r b o u r. Harbor. Harbor. Just a bunch of r sounds. It's um, probably Mila Djokovic breaking the score now. <laughs> so, no offense to anybody who's a big fan of Mila Djokovic. She's probably one of the seven listeners. Now we're down to six. <laughs> now we're down to six. <laughs> um, wow, we were doing really good, man. Mila Djokovic was listening. Um, he, I saw an article, and it was about how you know he's been working in the movie industry for like 20 years or something and now is kind of his big break right the last little line was he's glamorizing or like emphasizing the dad bod movement and i was thinking about hellboy with a dad bod and i thought Hellboy's like ripped though is he ripped and maybe i mean maybe well not not for this well i'm just there's well for this is different because there's a lot of prosthetics on Hellboy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, his whole yeah. body is prosthetics. It's not, right. like, red paint. But I feel like uh, the dad bod came along well before David Haber. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my thoughts on it. But that's a little surprising that it's that bad. But, I mean. Well, that's, I mean, that's terrible, man. Like. Like, not the single digits. Let me pull up and just see, like, just an idea of like what else is that level of bad <laughs> rotten tomatoes worst rotten tomato scores or worst something scores like that something about, yeah worst movie but yeah i mean i don't know man because the older like the movies from a couple of years ago like those weren't bad those are pretty good right so i don't i don't know and then oh. like you know the comics are well received everybody likes the comics mm-hmm. I'm, i don't know i don't know Oh, so these are films on the film review by Rotten Tomatoes. All films that I've surveyed considered. Th- are, so th- all these have a zero oh. percent. <laughs> okay. Anything recognizable? Um, there's a lot of things recognizable. It makes me really sad. Um, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Mm. Well, uh, okay. Return to the Blue Lagoon. Mm. Classic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Look Who's Talking Now, which, shameful fact, I loved those movies growing up. <laughs> I did. I thought they were so funny. Wait, can uh, we preface this with, um, what is your favorite television genre? Television genre? Uh-huh. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. I really do not. Like, this is not a bit at all. I have no clue what yours. Uh, daytime television. Oh, Murray, boy, Murray, shut up! It's so good. <laughs> you that... like Maury Povich? Yeah, I do. and um, yeah, I do. I got my child watching that junk too. He's no. clapping with me. No, it's so great. Me and my <laughs> one-year-old know. sitting there on the couch clapping, and yelling. It's so great. Oh God. Yep. Um, what are ridic- the, what are the, other the ones? ridiculous six? That Adam Sandler movie. Oh wow, I could see that getting a, z- a zero. Understandable. Um, God, it makes me so sad because Adam Sandler had a prime. He did. He did. Um, everything else I really have never heard of. Um, there's that Max Steel movie, but I'm not surprised it has a yeah. zero. Like, let's be honest with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> so let's do something that makes us more happy. What uh, okay. What do you have? this week for news um the only really news i have and it's not really news and it could be fake but i saw on twitter as i was perusing because i'm a twitter peruser 
um, I saw a couple tweets of uh, Poke the Pokemon pictures of Pokemon from Detective Pikachu, and I saw um, I saw Charmander, I saw mm -hmm. Sneasel, yep. I saw Trico, um, I saw I saw Torterra, which is one of the coolest starters I've ever seen in my life. Um, I forgot who else I saw. Well, there was but, a new like trailer for Detective Pikachu. Uh, it was like a um, like a screen test audition type video. Like it was really funny. Oh, so maybe that's what it was from. Yeah, I think that's what it was from. But I, those pictures were like jaw dropping, beautiful, just for oh, me because I'm pumped. I want to see if I can find that tweet and um, share it on our Twitter at the best podcast. Um, <laughs> Shame, shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Um, but yeah, no, it just further instilled the excitement I have from Detective Pikachu. Mm -hmm. um, it's just so great. Right. Super pumped. Super pumped. Oh, like I said, I will literally just watch all 800 billion of them. Just, <laughs> just walk by on real, screen. Yeah, yeah. I'll be fine with that. Let me see them. Let me hear them. I'll be happy. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so to the uh, the real bread and butter of this Ooh, episode. Bread and uh, butter. You know, since this episode three milestone in the uh, best palcast um, history, me and Griffin decided we were doing kind of different. We were uh, uh, a debate, an argument, a fight of sorts. <laughs> Fisticuffs, um, if you fist, will. Fisticuffs through the internet. Um, we decided we were going to kind of debate what was the best superhero movie and kind of oh. give reasons why and just discuss and giggle and, you know, see how long we ramble on for. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still here at the end, you're a great person. You're a good guy. So all right, you, well, Mila you Djokovic, got, well, you're yeah, You're out. Well, <laughs> all right, well, starting with your movie, um, which I feel like is cheating, but you go right ahead. You uh -huh. can start. It is not cheating. It's a valid option. Um, I chose Avengers Infinity War. So, go ahead and just <laughs> declare me the winner. <laughs> right. Um, and what did what did you choose? I chose <clears throat> something outside of the MCU. Okay. I went with the Dark Knight. Ah, so not the new Hellboy. No. What <laughs> if I was like, oh man, I was really baking on the new Hellboy to be really uh, good. I choice. picked it for my my favorite superhero. <laughs> Swing it for the fences. <laughs> but yes, um, the classic, the Dark Knight. Um, the classic. Now this is so, the one with Heath Ledger's Joker. Correct? Yes, with Heath okay. Ledger's Joker. Stop stealing my bullet points. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> about why this movie is good. Um, yes. So, uh, Christian Bale, Batman, so many great things. Um, so, yeah, those are our two movies. We're about to discuss them. Would you like to do the honors and go first? Bring I us will, your first I'll, debate. I'll take those point. honors. And I'll just, I'll do them. Um, so, my first. My first point is, um, so I'm a huge fan of comic books. And within comic books, you have um, what are called, um, they're crossover, uh, they're events. Usually they happen in the summertime, and they're big events in the comic book properties where you have different characters, mission mashing, doing different things. This is what I love. Uh, Mark Miller's Civil War was a really, really cool event that brought me into comic books. Um, 
Secret Invasion, uh, Siege. These are all Marvel explanations, but it's stuff that I love. And as a comic book fan, I get giddy at seeing characters like Cyclops and Captain America talking or, um, you know, uh, Nova and the Hulk and just different characters you don't see in their regular books together, but seeing them interact and discuss with each other. And these are super cool. And to me, Avengers Infinity War is a comic book film because of having everybody in there. You have all these different characters from all these different properties coming together. You have, I mean, you got freaking the Guardians of the Galaxy with Thor and Doctor right. Strange and Iron Man. And it's such a comic booky thing. And I just love it. I just love it. So. I one. mean, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just how this. It's not going to be a true argument. It's going to be yes, yeah, yes. You, you're 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 correct. I, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that um, those are all very very valid points for making Infinity War a great movie. Um, and there's, I'm not going to sit here and say bad things about Infinity War because I don't think I can. That's no, possible. <laughs> um, but going to my side of the story mm. what made the dark knight great what made it a great one of the best superhero movies ever made um so you have to think of where superhero movies were before this okay and especially batman movies before uh, this yeah you had adam west mm-hmm. you had those movies and then you had like the george clooney batman and robin mm. movies Right. They had like a goofiness to them. There was like, they would, you know, it was all just like, they would be like, oh, it's serious. But like, you're just like laughing the whole time, but because it's, it's just so yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, here comes like the Christian Bale Batman trilogy. Like, and it was just something completely like different than what had come before it. It just set a tone that was just so serious and mm-hmm. it put, and there was nothing like, there's not like a feel good, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was just it's so dark and just so right. like, here's the dark side of being a superhero. Here's all the things that make being Batman hard and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then <clears throat> even within that, here comes the Dark Knight, which just went above and beyond with those ideals and how society would, if, if a superhero was to come out, how society would treat it and how paranoia and things like that play into how what a, what having a superhero in today's society would would look like so right i think that having yeah. that and doing just completely stepping outside of the box and just knocking it out of the park with that different ideal of what a superhero is made right. the dark knight great no i agree with that I, and i think that's something that the dark knight the christopher nolan dark knight trilogy really I keep saying Christian Bale. He it's it's Christopher Nolan directed Christopher Nolan. <laughs> this. Dark yeah, but Knight Christian trilogy. Bale is, is he Batman. is Batman. I just right, right. I understand. <laughs> um, but he they did a really great job of, you know, a real life superhero. You right. know what I mean? Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's the most realistic setting of any Batman movie, any superhero movie to date. I would say mm-hmm. because you have like real life villains and real life problems 
where exactly i mean it's not like there's no infinity stones it's, to yeah. go to go against you know yeah. kind of the whole point of the argument is there's it's grounded it's it's mm-hmm. joker's a crazy person who is influential and plays off people's fears no powers right um and then you have harvey dent who turns into two-face and the reason he's too, he doesn't have any power. He's just an influential political figure. And the reason he turns into two face is because of fire. Like it literally just burns him. There's no. Yeah. So it's all just very grounded. No, it's very, yeah, very grounded, very set in stone. And I like, I like that in that series, but I don't think that sort of stuff would work well with Marvel. Right. I think, I think Batman's the perfect uh, character and has the perfect cast of characters for that sort of film because i mean he you know essentially we get down to it he is just a rich guy with a bunch of toys mm-hmm. running around and hardly any of his villains like his real you know there's a few but most of his villains are not like powered mm-hmm. like the riddler joker two-face uh scarecrow penguin um, penguin oh. I loved yeah. I loved Penguin in mm-hmm. uh, Tim Burton's rendition with um <laughs> yeah. uh, Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and I want to say it's Val Kilmer in the first like the nineteen eighties Batman with mm-hmm. um, Jack Nicholson Joker, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I, I would comment if I knew, but I don't. Well, we'll wait for Mila Djokovic to respond. <laughs> she'll write in. She'll tweet. No, she'll, <laughs> she'll tweet, tweet us. us. Uh, she, if we don't get flagged. <laughs> the joke of it just, <laughs> it's fine i'm happy with that i'll take that i'll take that l learn what that <laughs> meant today by the kids o- offensive yeah for mila Djokovic fans that's understandable um my second point um pushing the idea that the avengers affinity war is the best superhero movie is um it's a film that has been 10 11 years in the making starting with iron mm-hmm. man in 2008 I believe it's 2008 and all of these these plot threads have been you know kind of poking out from different films and i the one that keeps poking out in my mind is like uh thor 2 the dark world mm-hmm. where you have at the very end spoilers for thor 2 the dark world Psh, whatever <laughs> i know <laughs> um at the end when the um the aether ends up being one of the infinity stones and um i believe it's volstag the, the the fat of the warriors three the fat guy and um lady sif they go to uh nowhere uh where the collector is in the guardians of the galaxy films that were that was coming next mm-hmm. in that slate right. of um marvel films at the time and they were talking about you know well we can't have an infinite two infinity stones on asgard and i think that was the first time they used the term infinity stones which mm-hmm was this huge like <gasps> gasp yeah like, and, oh my god they're doing they're like, it yeah and they're like there were two what else do they have and then the collector you know starts collecting crap um and just all these different threads and then tying them together so i wouldn't say even nicely because they're still at the end of Inven- avengers infinity war they're still like unanswered questions there's still threads poking out mm-hmm. like what are we going to do but right one of the nicest tied up moments to me was when Thanos and Gamora go to that planet finding the uh, soul oh, stone. Oh, God, yes. And, <laughs> and they go up the little mountain, and you see 
what essentially looks like death. Well, which, you think it's Lady Death, and I was yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> and I think that was such a cool kind of like wink at Thanos' backstory, because in the comics, he is obsessed <clears throat> with the idea of death. He, right. he sees death as his beautiful woman. He wants to court and marry her. He'll do whatever he can do to appease her, to be, you know, make her happy. Um, in the comics, it, his motivations makes much more sense to almost to a point where people are like, yeah, I can do that. I can get on board with that whole <laughs> helping out with the population problem. Right. But that's another point. Um, but when you see that scene and it's, it ends up being the Red Skull. I and like, I, I <laughs> nearly pooped my pants. It was amazing. Yeah. And that whole just tying of that thread of what happened to him freaking 10, nearly, no, what, six years ago in right, Captain like America? Right, the first Captain America movie. Right, where he just <clears throat> falls into space, essentially. Yeah. And he was saying, like, he was transported there, and that's where he's been, and he's just... I guess he now just found that old nasty now he's the cloak. Guardian of, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was laying around. Somewhere. He was like, "I guess, I guess I'm just gonna guard this stone." Because he never explained like who told him mm-hmm. to do it. He was just like, yeah. "I'm just here to guard those looking for treasure or whatever." Mm-hmm. And it was like, because the way he said it, that wasn't he saying like he wanted it, but there was nothing he could do to sacrifice it to get it. Yeah, yeah, and the whole idea of like you had to sacrifice what you love the most. Or something, mm-hmm. something to that nature. Mm-hmm. That was a moment that really got my wife. Like she still talks about it to this day. <laughs> you know, you know, there were different parts that made me cry, but she was that was the part that like really stuck with Megan. She was like, he just threw her <laughs> off the yeah. side of the mountain. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, but no, that's point number two. All um, right, what are you thinking? What you got over there? Dark, um, dark side of the. The <laughs> the, I feel like really though it really is. It re- <laughs> I mean, it really, really is like a day and night. Oh yeah, kind of comparison. You know, like Marvel is so happy and jokey. Well, you know, we're finding a big old purple monster, but let's make a joke. While Batman's just sitting there, like brooding in a corner. <laughs> What's well, the whole like dark DC mentality? Which I'm really happy yeah. they got away from with like. Aquaman mm-hmm. and Shazam, those were yeah. very well received, you know. Yeah. I I've think heard, I heard the same thing about Shazam. I heard it was a very um uh just funny. Like near yeah, probably it's just a fun a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a fun movie. That's right. what I heard. And, but the, you know, this glad- Dark Knight's not really part of that DC. No, it's yeah. not, but I'm just saying I think they got some of those ideas from how well this trilogy did though. Yeah, I agree. I could agree with that. That makes sense. They went, oh, that's that's that Batman works. in yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I think another thing that made this movie great was, and this is, is kind of like my own thing, was Batman having to choose to save Harvey Dent or Rachel. Really? That whole scene? Yes, that because, mm-hmm, because of the way the movie cuts, the way... You think, oh, he's definitely because it's it's essentially Bruce Wayne versus Batman. Like, who's Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne choosing and who is Batman choosing? And he ends up picking Harvey Dent, which is, I think is the good Batman choice. Right. Whereas Bruce wanted to save Rachel, and the way it's cut makes you think that he yes. is picking Rachel. Yes. And then all of a sudden he comes into the room with Harvey Dent and Harvey Dent gets mad, you know, right. 
like why are you here why didn't you save her all that stuff and in that moment you realize that like and then rachel hears him talking and realizes that he's not coming to get her right right i think i feel like that's a very um like a cornerstone of batman and batman stories is the the split between batman and bruce wayne Mm -hmm. um and that that movie may have had something to do with in the more um more current comics of um what would batman do versus what bruce wayne would do um Mm -hmm. and there's that telltale game that does a really good job i played the first season Ooh, it was good i haven't played after that but i refuse to play those games i just watched them on youtube because you know i'm one of those guys well, I mean, no more. We can't watch them anymore because Telltale is out of business. Uh, well, yeah, sucks to suck. Yeah, <laughs> um, that the last season of the The Walking Dead, which is kind of like the game that started it all from them. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people from Telltale came together, and they're finishing that last season, which is great. Are they? That's cool. I'm really happy they're getting to do that. But yeah, they shut down. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It's gone. Sad. They- um, I think they all try to start being podcasters, and it just didn't <laughs> didn't pan out. <laughs> telling telling choose your own adventure stories through podcast. Um, that would that would not work. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was about to say that's an interesting thought, and then I thought about it, and I was like, no, it's <clears throat> not. No, it's that, not. That's not how that works at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I this is completely off topic or whatever, but making video games is hard, and I think the um video game you know creation community should unionize so these people don't keep losing their jobs yes. and they think but that could be a completely different podcast we do not right, get right, into right. that right now nah, um nah. we still have things to talk about with movies we, so. sure do. we were talking <laughs> about the unionization of uh, video game players and a uh, or creators in a later yeah, podcast you that know. could definitely that could be a whole topic yeah. anyway um but yes, so that is my topic number two, picking mm-hmm. Harvey Dent, which inherently created Two Face. Oh man, no, hold on, yes. I'm still on point number two. You know exactly ah. what I'm gonna get to. So at the hospital scene that comes right after this, mm-hmm. when we see Two Face for the first time, and Joker is the nurse, right, 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 and that whole scene of where it makes the Joker like has the gun and gives it to Harvey. And, you know, basis like, shoot me, whatever. And the whole analysis that went into that scene where the Joker actually had his thumb on the hammer. So even if Harvey Dent pulled the trigger, it wouldn't have gone off. And, like, all this crazy stuff. Oh. Yeah, if you go back and look, the Joker actually has his thumb on the hammer holding right. it back. So if, if Harvey had pulled the trigger, it's too, he still wouldn't have shot him. Hmm. Um, and I then the whole and scene after that where it was completely where they blew up the hospital mm-hmm. was com- I mean, he, he hit the button and nothing happened. You know, he turns around and like smacks it and hits the button again and then it right, blows right, right. up completely improvised because they could only do that one shot because they actually blew up those buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. So he just stayed in character when it didn't blow up and just saved the scene and made it so good because that's yeah. exactly what Joker would have done. Mm-hmm. Is um, sit there and smack the remote and be like, the remote, look around. Why aren't you yeah. blowing up? You know. <laughs> no, he. And then he it's like genuinely good... surprised when it blows up. Like, oh my right. god! <laughs> right now, he did really, really well in that 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 moment. He's mm-hmm. a very. He was R.I.P. Was a very, very good actor, and I feel mm-hmm. like he. This is one of those roles that really kind of uh, cemented 
mm-hmm. his his you know you know very short career, which is very tragic. Um, right. What happened with him and that whole deal? Um, but no, um, Two Face was such a surprise for me when I first saw that film. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. You know, I didn't really know at the time, you know, Harvey Dent was Two-Face sort of thing. I just thought right. Two-Face was Two-Face. I didn't know his whole backstory. Well, they built up Harvey Dent in this movie to be such a great guy. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. And to be the white knight of... Of Gotham. Of Gotham, right. <laughs> and so, which is really cool. And that's, you know, that goes into the whole Batman choosing him over Rachel because he wanted right. him to continue to be the white knight of Gotham mm-hmm. so he could solve, you know, solve a lot of the problems on the political front and doing that the right way. So Batman didn't have to do it on the back end. Right. Whereas Marvel movies don't care, you know, well, it actually going into another movie that I, speaking of like political things, another movie that I considered to be my number one was, uh, Captain America winter soldier is the uh, political thriller of the MCU. And I like it. (laughs) I like the movie a lot. It's a solid Solid mm-hmm. film. I think that's the mm-hmm. Russo brothers' first, first film in the Marvel movies. I, I'm not oh, sure really? about that. I yeah. didn't know that. Um, but no, like I was, I was trying to, trying to joke, and it fell flat, super hard. Um, whereas, it's again another like comparison of how realistic the Dark Knight trilogy is, where he's, you know, he's making these choices for you know, the good of the people, sort of thing with the, mm-hmm. the White Knight whole deal with Harvey Dent. Whereas in the Marvel films, it's it's a scene where the Black Widow is sitting in front of like uh, a congressional council meeting. She's like, pretty much like, essentially like, "F you guys, you need us anyway." Oh right, sort of thing. <laughs> and it's just the whole like Marvel's like those like little details that really would matter. You're like, forget about it. We'll worry about it later. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, Harvey Dent was something I wasn't expecting out of mm. that film. And when it came, it was such a surprise and such a like a little kind of gleeful moment mm-hmm. for me because they were pretty they pretty much wrapped up Joker. And I was kind of like, all right, well we um, what's the plan now, guys? Yeah, like what do we do now? Then we have that whole the whole Two Face kind of subplot near the end. Um, I thought just they did really really well. Um, uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, sure. Moving on to my right. side of the world. The happy back, go lucky. Back, in, back into the light. <laughs> back into the light. The Which whistling. I don't know if we could call this movie light because this is a no, depressing this is, film. This is the darkest. And kind of jumping on that idea of like depressing darkness of yeah. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. To me, it had the most unsuspecting <laughs> finales ever in a superhero oh, film. Yeah. The, the idea where the good guys lost was it's, just crazy. Yeah. And it's, uh, good guys lose movies in a movies over. One? Yeah. No, I remember when we went to go see it, it was, it was just, it was almost like magical how it ended because spoilers for infinity war. Um, <laughs> everyone dusted away and you, you have that scene and it's like silent and oh, you have that, that yeah. shot where it's capped, uh, um, um, what's that boy's name? Bruce Banner, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Thor, all of, like the original heroes, you know, minus Iron Man, essentially, kind of sitting like sitting 
in just like dis disbelief and it's silent there's not a sound there's not a quip nothing and then it goes to the title Avengers Infinity War and it's still just silent and then the title dusted away and then everyone's name you know Chris Hemsworth Scarlett Johansson all of the actor and actresses names came up in absolute silence mm -hmm. and to me it was the most just like powerful ending because mm -hmm. you were literally like people were shocked I looked around <laughs> people's mouths were open people like no one made like a joke because usually in those if you yeah. have that kind of like mm -hmm. that movie you know there's gonna be a sequel people are like well what are we gonna do now there was no right. one joking because people were like oh F like <laughs> yeah. how are they going to win <laughs> like do they win I'm legitimately thinking like do they win? Do they win in Endgame? You know, we'd like to think they do, but... Uh, right, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. So that's, to <laughs> me, that's why it's one of the best superhero films, because it takes that idea of, well, the good guys always win, and just said, nope. Nope. Plop it on his head. Right. And that kind of ties with my other point of Thanos being the best supervillain to date, in my opinion. Mm. Um, I would say Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker, is a very, very close and probably might beat him on a a technical, like, acting level. Right. Mm -hmm. But just in pure, just comic book power, Thanos is, like, up there. Like, I, I, I can't think of any supervillain who is just so powerful and you think to yourself, like, how are they going to beat this person? You know, right. generally, if it's like a super omega level power, you know, they have some sort of uh, weakness. You know, like mm -hmm. in Aladdin, when Jafar became the genie, his his weakness was the lamp, mm -hmm. sort of thing. You know, and I can't think of a weakness that Thanos has, and that right. excites I mean, he, me. <clears throat> excuse me. The one weakness he had, he got rid of, which was Gamora. Yeah. He like got rid of his weakness, which is crazy. So, mm -hmm. there's been a bunch of memes I've seen on Reddit lately about uh, Avengers Endgame about and Paul uh, about Paul Rudd and being <laughs> Ant Man and like him just going up Thanos's butt to kill him. Oh my god! I just um, think it's so great and so so funny. This is a uh, just a little shout out um, to shout a YouTube series that I, I really like. It's called Because Science. Okay. Kyle Kyle Hill is the guy who does it. Um, mm. He's got and basically he explains things from comics, pop culture, video games, movies, all that with science. Like if this actually happened, what would happen? You know what I'm saying? Like right, right, he right. he did a episode about One Punch Man and hit the final battle in the last episode of the anime mm -hmm. of like with how powerful really is he because of what he withstood in that last battle, like getting punched to the moon and jumping back. Like he's like, let's talk about what that would actually take. And like, does it, so they have an episode coming out this week, which is what would happen if Paul Rudd <laughs> went inside <laughs> Thanos and came no. back. Like, oh, that's like, so great. Um, yeah, it, it's like what kind of forces that would take and all that stuff. So it's right. going to be, he's like, too many people have requested this. So we're going to do <laughs> So I'm I'm excited to see that since you brought it up. I need to check that out. Ooh, we'll see because it's, science. Because science sounds factual. 
Oh, it is. It's oh man, he's super smart. Uh, really, and he's just a genuinely good dude. I like that. I like that. My YouTubers not screaming at me. Mm-hmm. That bugs me. But oh, that's you can another... just go back and watch like all his videos because they're so good. Are they? I need to. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, you have any other points for the Dark Knight? Kind of. Uh, I do. Uh, since you brought up <clears throat> best villains, uh, my third and final point is Heath Ledger's Joker. Is what makes this the best superhero movie. I concede to that. Yeah, I, I agree with so, that like wholeheartedly. It's just he is something else. Just completely brought something to this movie that was just never Mm-mm. like had not been present in in films with you know villains and superheroes and things like that. It's just completely different level, different level. He was a psychological like leader who mm. fed on people's fears and 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 used it to his benefit and fed on people's paranoia and things like that to, you know, and the opening scene, he had the gang all wearing like clown masks when they robbed the bank. And it turned like he used their paranoia about other people taking the money for themselves to have each one of them kill each other. And then he ended up with all the money. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Like each one in turn killed each other. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about Joker the whole time, the boss Right. And he oh, was the, with the them yeah, since yeah, yeah, the yeah. beginning. Yeah. They like robbed the mob bank and oh man. And so something to point out with this movie is that um, I was doing a little bit of researching today. I was reading some articles on like IGN and things like that about, mm-hmm. you know, why this movie is so great. Um, so one thing that, that has been brought up and that I just didn't realize, and it makes a lot of sense of, you know, I'm I'm personally really glad Twitter was not really a thing when this movie came out because there could have there was a lot of backlash that wasn't very vocal because there wasn't a platform for it mm-hmm. because the Heath Ledger's movie before this, do you know what it was? Was it the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus or was that no. after? Okay, no, it was Brokeback Mountain. Ooh, he went straight from Brokeback Mountain. Into the Dark Knight as Joker. Mm -hmm. And everybody was just like, what? I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about Brokeback Mountain. I'm just saying that is very different roles and kind of differently from what everything he's done before. And one of my favorite movies, A Knight's Tale, he's the main character in that movie too. Mm -hmm. And that's a completely different role. And this is just, he blew it out of the water. He just brought this character from from nowhere. And now, like, if, if something Joker comes out, you talk about it, you want to talk about the voice, which is mm-hmm. you compare it to Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker, or um, oh wow, just spaced out. Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill's. Thank you. I got you. Mark, I got you. You, you knew exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you you compare it to Heath Ledger's Joker or Mark Hamill doing the voice of the the cartoon, mm-hmm. the Batman for Batman the animated series, right. like like I think of what is Joker and it is those two characters. Oh yeah. And, like, it has cemented that in my head. Like, that is the Joker. And it's just kind of crazy to think that, like, his performance in this movie did that. Like, like if I say, if you say, okay, what do you think about Captain America? Of, of course I'm going to think Chris Evans. Right, right. And how great he does in his movies. But there's also all this in the comics 
that I, I think about as well. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's some great Joker comics, but I honestly think of all those in the context of these two characters. Okay. If that makes sense, like yeah, I got you. Co- comparing it to this, like okay, right. what 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 are their differences? What are their similarities? What are you know this and that? And and we're able to do that with the Joker. And we talked a couple weeks ago about the the new Joker movie with a trailer coming out and mm-hmm. how so many people can put a spin on this character because there's not a defined origin. No, no. And even in, and, in that film, yeah, he kept saying, you want to know how I got these scars? And he exactly. like told three or two or three different like Stories. versions of the story mm-hmm. to make yep. you, people are thinking, does he even know the truth? Or right. is he just like, just, you know, yanking us around uh-huh. this whole time. Right. And, which is, you know, plays mm-hmm. into it so well. And I just yeah. think that that leaving that door open to what, who is this person anyway? Like that just leaves the door open to however, so many, you know, per, or possibilities for who this villain is. Uh, and like kind of, this is a bad parallel, but I was just talking about Captain America. Like we know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know what, how Captain America became Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with the super soldier serum and things like that. And like who he was before that, like, it's just something incredible that he has done with that character that will, in my opinion, stand the test of time. No, I agree. I think he, I think he's going to be the Joker, like the 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 benchmark of mm-hmm. Jokers for right. for years to come. Um, I think Joaquin Phoenix. He's a wonderful actor. I think he's great in everything he does, but I think the the timing of his joker performance not like mm-hmm. not like actual timing like our time but like where he is as joker like his his origin story mm-hmm. won't lean him to being better than Heath Ledger's well um, i don't think <clears throat> i was actually going to bring that up as well is that i'm almost not even comparing Joaquin Phoenix's joker to this joker because it's so it's such in a different light. He's not with Batman. He's not this and that, you know, it's, it's more of just a story about Mm -hmm. a a messed up guy. You know what I'm saying? It's more of like that. Whereas like when I think of Joker, I think Batman, I think with Harley Quinn, I think with goons, I think, you know, which, which Joaquin Phoenix is going to have goons in that movie. We've seen them in, in, Mm -hmm. in screen tests and things like that. But, no, I, I get think you. I get any, you. Any, any Joker movie for that is set with a Batman that is set in this kind of story, then Heath Ledger is definitely going to be the benchmark for that. Right. And, and, and to held to a very high standard. Yeah, I think the Joaquin Joker movie, if you take Joker out, you take Gotham City out, you take all of these like DC um, properties out, you know, possibly mm-hmm. Lieutenant Gordon, blah, blah, blah. And you just trade off like New York City, um, blah, blah, blah you may have a hard time even comparing it to Joker. Like you said, it could just be oh, right. a well, it could just film be a, about a sad, mm-hmm. crazy man. Right. And I think and I think that movie might still do it might still play. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. so I agree. Anyway, those that is my third and final point for like why it. the Dark Knight is great because Heath Ledger his memory Heath lives Ledger. on with that film. Yes. So that's kind of like I know he did. I don't even know the name of the movie. You know it. The, the Imaginarium just... of Doctor Parnassus, and y'all, it's good. It's a good film. 
<laughs> well, it's just, you know, he did did he pass away during the filming he, of that I, movie? I think so. His, the, what happened with his death is still kind of up in the air. There's so many like rumors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But from what I I think he he died because of drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, people say he went crazy. Um, what I like to think is that he actually got like injured and was taking pain medication because of that and became addicted and things addicted. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in <clears throat> excuse me, in the imaginary part of Doctor Parnassus, you go through this mirror and it goes into like this imaginary world. And uh, Heath Ledger's character, every time he went into the world, it was a different actor played him. Uh, Johnny Depp played him at one point when he went through. Um, when he went through the mirror, uh, Jude Law, I believe, and uh, someone else, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I think at that point of filming, when they did those Imaginarium scenes, were right. scenes that he had passed away. And then different actors came up and said, you know, I'll play the part, whatever. Because I think when other characters went through, they were the same people. Um, oh, okay. Like, I think, I want to say, and I know Andrew Garfield is in the movie. I can't remember if he went through the mirror or not. Um, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that just goes to me saying that you know this is the movie that people are going to remember him. Definitely, by. definitely. So. Nobody remembers Imaginary with Dr. Parnass. Just me. And not enough people remember A Night's Tale. If you've not seen A Night's Tale, Ooh. you need to go watch A Night's Tale. I'm Stop the podcast. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, anyway, so. but I mean... Like so, it's Joker and Heath Ledger's names are synonymous because of this mm-hmm. film. Do you have any closing arguments for um, Infinity War? No, I had one point that kind of tied into the idea of mashing characters was um, the fun kind of mashups they had in Infinity War. Um, right, Thor, Groot, and Rocket. And, oh, that, uh, I, that, that immediately Peter, came to mind. Peter Dinklage coming out of nowhere. Oh my god, was a great and he. I love Peter Dinklage. We talked about me being a fan of Game of Thrones. I mm-hmm. loved him. I think, okay, unpopular opinion time. Oh. I played a lot of Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Long live Dinklebot. Was he in Destiny? He was the voice of the ghost in OG Destiny before they patched him out with the, is that the Forsaken DLC? No, the, who, huh. what was the first big expansion for Destiny? Anyway, when they put that big expansion on Destiny that made it like awesome, like right. the, fir- the big one. Right, right, right. The Taken right. Taking King. Taken King. Ooh. I think. Yeah, the Taken King. Um, they changed the actor, and they re-recorded all those initial lines, all that stuff, and, and made it this new guy. And I I just, Why? there was something about, I don't know. There was something in, about having Peter Dinklage as my ghost. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, very big voice. fan of Peter Dinklage. Yeah. No, I thought it was hilarious doesn't. how... He is a dwarf. Like he is a small person. Right. And they made him a giant. Mm-hmm. But they still refer to him <laughs> as the dwarfs. Yeah, it's yeah. the dwarves, but they're giant, they're giant dwarfs. Yeah. I lost it. I thought that was hilarious. I, I think I read somewhere where he, and it's probably a hundred percent wrong, but I think he, I read somewhere where he was in negotiation for doing this. He's like, I don't want to be like a little dwarf sort of thing. Right. I think maybe he had something to do with that. Because I would imagine him being a, like a very good actor. Oh, um, he's phenomenal. Um, he would and get I think tired of grown, being casted um, because of his size. Mm-hmm. Which Game of Thrones kind of solidified that from the first episode. Because I recently watched the first episode and they mm-hmm. 
you know, refer to him as like, oh God, what is it? Anyway, like the rich, like the, you know, the yeah, little yeah, yeah. brother, the, right. you know, the halfling, the, you know, whatever, all these derogatory names. Mm-hmm. And that just became synonymous with, unfortunately, Peter Dinklage moving through the show right. with all these bad derogatory names for being small. Was, but if, if that was his idea, that's a great idea. That's hilarious. Yeah. And that, you know, could just be Twitter lies. Hey, listen, I'm behind that Twitter a lot. That's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another great pair-up I really enjoyed was uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange. um, Mm -hmm. And them with Spider-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And my favorite line in the entire film is when the Guardians of the Galaxy meet up with um, Spider-Man and Doc and um, Iron Man. And uh, Doctor Strange is like, who is your master? (laughs) Or like, who do you, which master do you serve? And, um, Chris Pratt, who plays Star Lord, <laughs> pops his little thing. I was like, "What am I supposed to say, Jesus?" And I thought that was the <laughs> funniest thing. Jesus, I thought that was the best line in the entire film. Oh, I, I mean, I think one of the the ones that stand up super close to that one is mm-hmm. it was from the I think it was from the trailers even from where <laughs> Doctor Strange he's like a Doctor Strange and Peter's like oh we're using our made up man Spider Man he just looks at him mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I get, as someone who has a doctorate degree in pharmacy <laughs> and <laughs> if someone if I introduce myself as Doctor Reynolds and someone says we're using our made up names I might lose it on that person oh yeah oh yeah so. No. I can only imagine where Doctor Strange, who is like a world-renowned surgeon before yeah. he became Doctor Strange, you know, Doctor Strange, doctor. the magical Doctor Strange. Yeah. I can only imagine like the fury that went through him when Peter <laughs> said that. Oh, speaking of Tom Holland Spider-Man, this is my last little rant. The scene, which is we talked about ad libs with Heath Ledger. I want to have my little mm-hmm. own ad lib part um, when when. Peter Parker became the dust away, and he's talking oh, to God. Iron Man. That's a, man, you're talking about moments where people cried. Ooh. Nah, nah. <laughs> not almost. I, <laughs> not I, almost. I, dude, I still cry. Every, I've seen that movie made four oh or five God. times. Every yeah. time, I'm I still tear up. And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Mister Sir. I don't want to go. He's just like, oh, and that entire God. freaking scene is ad libbed oh, by Tom no. Holland, and I. Can't stand him, but love him for it at the exact same time. That's so good because he like saw what was happening, and he's like, "Oh no!" Yeah, no, because he saw like Drax and Star Lord and um, um, Mantis. Mantis, that's what's her name. Thank you. All mm-hmm. dust away. Um, that's oh, my last God. little bit. My uh, closing arguments. Um, for those who don't know, I was a teacher. I'm now a full time podcaster, but I'm probably <laughs> going to go back into the teaching game you know. uh, tomorrow morning. Rent, rent's coming up. Um, <laughs> I asked my kids today, I said, y'all, Mr. Guest does a podcast, and um, I'm going to need some help. I'm arguing with my friend about why Infinity War is the best. And here are some of the reasons they gave me. Oh, God. (laughs) Reason number one, they battled a wizard, and Iron Man had a better outfit. Two kids told me Iron Man had a better outfit. Hey, he Um, did. They were not wrong. He had a better upgraded Iron Man armor. He did. He did. I don't know about this whole battling a wizard thing. We'll have to talk to this kid later tomorrow. (laughs) Um, I like when they battled Thanos. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Um, Thanos had an infinity gauntlet. I'm sorry. I said, okay. You guys are giving me facts, not opinions. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Teach second grade, by the way, for those who are like, God, these high schoolers are kind of (laughs) dumb. Idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my My last one. 
which I I have I have decompacted, I've un unpacked and repacked and deconstructed this sentence, and I still don't understand what this kid's telling me. Uh, Spider-Man has webs and had layers. So let's unpack that real fast. By layers, I like to think this seven-year-old meant that he had different layers of himself. There was the Spider-Man layer, and then there was the Peter Parker who was like a little boy and was scared layer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I get that. Really, I don't think but that did kid this, meant but the word layers. The second grade, did the second grader <laughs> mean that? <laughs> no, I think he meant he just had a lot of webs shooting out. <laughs> so, uh, that's my closing argument. Cakes. Um, cakes have layers. Cakes. No. No, Oh, because no, I'm not parfait, like everybody, <laughs> parfait, everybody like parfait. You ever say, hey, let's go get some parfait. Somebody be like, nah, I don't like no parfait. Parfaits are delicious. That movie's, that movie still stand, stands I'd up. I'd watch it right now. I will. I would get off this podcast and Listen, watch Shrek We right watched now. it um, about a month or two ago. Me and me and my family just turned it on and you know, while we're doing stuff. And I was still laughing. I was like, this movie still holds up. Like, oh. It's a solid – it's like almost 20 years old. I think it was like yeah. early 2000s when it came out. Okay. I'm going <clears> to <throat> – I mean, I know we've been recording for too long. Yeah. So when we when you first brought this topic up to me, mm -hmm. I thought, let's do a spin on it. I'm going to catch you off guard here. Yes. What is your – what is the – what is your favorite non-MCU, non-DC, non-traditional superhero film? Oh, I will start to give you an idea of where I'm coming start from. Start while I'm thinking. So, like, not, not like, like it's not, a superhero hero film, but not like the big, right. the big mm -hmm. two. Okay, right. I, I think I have mine ready. In my mind. Mine is it's kind of out there. Mm -hmm. Iron Giant. Ooh, dude, Iron Giant is so good, and his model like. The, the persona of who the Iron Giant is bases himself off Superman. Oh. Like, because remember, he's like, Superman. Superman. Like, when he's flying the nuke, they fired a nuke at him because they were scared. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. So oh. good. I don't know why that jumped into my head as, like, a non-traditional superhero movie when you first brought it. it up. But, oh, it's so good. Because, I mean, he, he could, I mean, he's a good, like, good robot. He wants to do good. He wants to be, you know, help people, that kind of thing. But, mm -hmm. He's misunderstood. I can, and they I can should do an it. they should do an Iron Giant too because at the end he does start to reassemble himself. So just saying. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. If they they came should. Back. That was an un, un, underrated film. Yeah. And the kid's name was Hogarth. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> that weird. Did they ever give a reasoning for his name? I, no. I've, I've probably seen Iron Giant maybe twice in my life. It just mm -hmm. never, I, it never I resonated. Yeah. <laughs> It was like it was, it was one of those things on Amazon that was like, "Hey, here's Iron Giant on Blu-ray," and I was like, "Oh <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> of course I want Iron Giant on Blu-ray." Uh, so it's like one of like the few films that I like own and know where it is. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying I, it's sitting like five feet away from me right, right. now. Uh, All right, your turn. So the movie that immediately like popped in my mind, and I haven't seen it in forever. I think I've only seen it once. Because it had such an effect on me, and it wasn't negative effect, but it was just like super unsettled. Is the movie Super from 2010? It has uh, Rain Wilson, better known as Dwight Schrute from The Office. Okay. Um, Ellen Page, Liv mm -hmm. Tyler, Kevin Bacon, Nathan Fillion. Um, it's Kevin directed. Bacon. 
Yeah, it's directed by James Gunn, who directed uh, oh, wow. the Guardians of the Galaxy films. And yeah. it's a movie um, about Frank Darbo, who is Rain Wilson, um, becomes a, a superhero. I don't think he has powers. Um, and so he's trying to like stop drug dealers and stuff in his neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. And he comes up, and I, I, it's been so long since I've seen this film. I think it's Kevin oh my Bacon. God, Dw- Dwight Schrute is the, the yeah. guy. He's the, oh my yeah. God. And I think it's Kevin Bacon is the bad guy. And um, he figures out Kevin Bacon is like the drug dealer in town, whatever. Um, oh, wait. James Gunn is in it. J- no. Yeah, yeah. He's in it as well. Um, oh, he, his is he brother, directing in? He's directing. He's in it for a little bit. Um, as demons will, which is super metal. Um, and so Rain Wilson is trying to stop all the drug dealers um, mm-hmm. who are led by like the drug boss, Kevin Bacon. And if I'm wrong about it being Kevin Bacon, I'm sorry, but no, it's, you're right. It's Kevin Bacon. It is Kevin Bacon. Um, yeah. And so Ellen page better known as shadow cat from the X-Men films. Um, it's what kinda, you know, yeah, it's kind of all spunky. And she's like, I want to, I want to help. And so she becomes like his sidekick and it's all cool. And it's kind of like a, it, it's a dark comedy and there's like dark jokes and stuff. And it gets, it gets weird. And then there's a point where there, and this is the only point that like really stuck out in my mind when you said like alternative superhero stuff mm-hmm. is um when they end up fighting uh, Kevin Bacon, Ellen Page gets like shot in the head. <laughs> and, like, Whoa. <laughs> and like her like brains like blow out and stuff and it it for shook <laughs> it shook me so hard like i wow. remember it like being like almost like nauseated not from like the gore of it but like the unexpectedness of mm-hmm. it and i was just like god i am so unsettled like I'm so unsettled. <laughs> and I'm reading, I'm like reading the, the like the short plot on Wikipedia now, and there's some other parts that parts that should have unsettled me, but I mean, we just I for, we, it I came forgot. out in 2010. That's like senior year in high school. There was very little things that should have unsettled us at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I remember that, and I was like, God, this I, I maybe I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> there are movies that I I have seen and have said that to myself, like. Mm-hmm. I should not be watching this. One film that I've watched that has, I'm, I'm ashamed that I've watched. <laughs> oh, I have some, and they are yeah. all because of you. So you go. See, this you, one isn't. You, about, this one no. isn't one of them. It was <laughs> no, a you go ahead. Uh, sausage party. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. that the ending scene where they just have this disgusting orgy. I'm. Because <laughs> before I was married, I'm sitting in my house by myself watching this. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I just look around. <laughs> Just like disgusted with myself. Uh, you're gonna say hobo with a shotgun, aren't you? I am gonna say hobo with a shotgun, and the movie I'm disgusted with myself to have seen is Hobo with a Shotgun. It is because of you. It is. I used um, to think that joke. Is it also good. your? <laughs> is it also <laughs> your fault that we saw watched that sentient tire movie? Yep. Yes, it is. Oh, God. That also Is had it? Kevin Bacon in it, so. <laughs> That movie was like Hobo with a Shotgun was just like overly gory and violent and cra- that was that what was it called was it called Tire or Rubber? Uh, let me look it up. I think just Tire. Oh my! Whatever it was, listeners out there, please do not go watch this movie. It is not good. It is bad, bad, bad. 
if you want some like crazy over the top gore weird movie hobo with a shotgun might be for you i might could recommend you that movie the other one nope is the probably the worst movie i've ever seen in my life oh dude it's so bad like i'm looking i'm trying to find it and you can't i can't type in sentient tire sentient tire or killer killer tire killer tire i see i'm just gonna look through all of kevin bacon's movies <laughs> please don't that's gonna t- <laughs> add another <gasps> hour they're making a tremors tv movie oh shit. yeah i oh. think i heard about that maybe it's gonna be terrible like all of the rest um, okay, okay rubber it's rubber, rubber. is he in yep. it uh maybe i'm wrong three stars on imdb who rated this oh it was me oh that was <laughs> in 2010 up. as well yep who made oh. this maybe it it does not have Kevin Bacon in it. I'm so sorry, Kevin Bacon fans. Who did I think was Kevin Bacon? You just have a thing for Kevin Bacon. I probably do. But no, no, Rubber rubber was bad. It was really weird because like, near the middle and the end of it, there was like these people sitting, like, watching it happen. And they're like, yeah, should we stop? They're like, nah, we pay good money nah. for this. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> I think we should stop there. Uh, we had a great discussion about two fantastic films. And we ended, and, uh, ended with the worst, worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but no, um, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight, you definitely need to check it out. If you haven't seen Avengers, Infinity you, if you're War, listening to If you yeah, are listening to this podcast you and you've not seen either of these films, Why are you here? I, I think you've picked the wrong genre of podcast to listen to. Mila Djokovic, get out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's all we have for today. Sorry, I ran a little long today, guys. But you know, we just talk about what we want to talk about. Um, make sure you follow us on the Best Palcast on Twitter and on SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, you know, if you got any suggestions of what we should talk about next, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, tweet us. Let tweet us know. Us. Uh, we would love fill to the talk DMs. about <laughs> fill the DMs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we would love to talk about what you guys want to hear. Um, yeah. And there's no shortage of things that BJ and I can and no, will talk we will, about. So. We will talk about anything. Anything. <laughs> anything, anything that is appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Mila. Uh, that doesn't get, us a, doesn't get us an ex- exploitative rating on hey, anything. Fun shout out. I think this is the first episode where we probably would have kept, we probably have kept our clean rating. I've I, I I've been doing pretty well. I don't yeah. think I've cussed on. <laughs> you haven't cussed at all, at all. Oh, cuss! Cursed. I mean, we started this episode with cuss. Ah, we'll cuss it. <laughs> there goes the cussing neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm BJ. All guys. right. Yep, and I'm Griffin. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, stick around. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.